that's how you build rivalries, and that's how you build atmosphere. Edwards, three-pointer, it's good! This team is right there with anybody else in, in the country. They are clicking on kind of a different level that we didn't um, that we didn't see this year. Perry for the lead. Oh! He did it again. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another edition of the Zone Star State Podcast. I'm Matthew Bruni, and joining me once again is Ishmael Johnson, fresh off of our holiday vacations and ready for some conference basketball ish it's the season this is like the non-conference is the uh, ramp up and now it's finally here this is our playoff these next three months this is it playoffs. yeah this is it uh it's been a good break uh you know we, we took a couple a week or so off and we had a mix of state championships in the mix and bowl games and holidays and traveling. and But now we're kind of back. Um, unfortunately, we have some news, bad news, yeah, <laughs> to kind of kick things off with, which is going to be kind of the bulk of this episode. Yeah, um, this is going to be a lot of Texas women's basketball, not only because of the bad news you mentioned, but also then conference play started. Uh, Texas versus Baylor. Um, in the Moody Center to start off um, Big 12 play here. So mm-hmm. we can jump right into it. Texas is, in my opinion, with Rory Harmon, with Taylor Jones, and with their full group of players, is a top five team in the country. They're ranked number five in the country. Yeah. Going in, we thought they are a legitimate uh, Final Four contender. Uh, we've talked about how we love the balance on this team. We love Madison Booker as a freshman coming in. And we got the news, or you texted me the news, that, when was it, Friday, Thursday? Yeah. Somewhere along those lines, mm-hmm. that uh, Roy Harmon had torn her ACL. She put out a statement about it, torn her ACL in practice, and obviously, therefore, will be missing the remainder of the season. And uh, just like that, Texas goes from a top five team to, we'll talk about it, but a team that we don't know what the ceiling is. And it's obviously sucks. Roy Harmon is one of the best two-way players in the country, one of the best point guards in the country regardless, um, and one of the most fun players to watch in the state of Texas. So, uh, you know, hope she has a speedy recovery, uh, but really, really unfortunate there. Uh, I think that's where we start. Yeah, I mean, I, I think I tweeted out. I was like, I thought they were – they are a national title contender when healthy, right? Like this is – straight up a top five, four, three, two, whatever team like in the country, especially with like everywhere around the country. I don't want to say like it's a down year, but like it's a very fluid year. I feel like is the right answer. Uh, There's no South Carolina running through everybody, right? LSU isn't exactly the South Carolina type team that we thought right now. Mm -hmm. Um, Obviously you've seen them. So it's like, they're not necessarily clicking the way that we would expect you would just throw those players together and just make it you know go unbeaten or whatever um and texas had the kind of the the benefit of longevity right they played together that that chord played together for a while Mm -hmm. uh they brought in the right pieces here and there but it was a lot of players who had played together and 
and it made sense as like, okay, well, they were kind of like bubbling to the surface as like not only the Big 12 favorite again, but then, you know, as the season was going on, it was like, okay, this is a Final Four team. Um, and so, yeah, without without Rory Harmon, like, you know, the question became, and the question was <laughs> this season was like, okay, what around, what's around her? You know, like who's around her, who's behind her? um you know in terms of like resolving uh, or you know spelling her in times for for when she hits the bench and she was playing a lot of minutes you know it was was you know like it wasn't a you know uh she's gonna play 20 minutes here 25 minutes like she was playing what roughly 27 minutes a game um it was down down from last year's last year she was like 35 minutes a game but still they also they were also in a lot of blowout wins sure Um, sure so she's not having to play a ton yeah so when he got to conference play, that's what we were kind of worrying, curious about. I was like, okay, let's see. And we can kind of go into the game a little bit. Like that's what was, you know, I was very interested in this game against Baylor because Baylor was looking like the Baylor team that we've been used to seeing, obviously a different version of that, but a top 10 pushing upward team that, you know, hadn't played the hardest schedule, but they had a good win over Utah. And we were kind of curious about like, okay, what, what does this team look like against a Texas? Cause I thought that Texas matched up. I thought they kind of like matched up well against each other. Texas yeah. has the size. Uh, Baylor has the outside play. And obviously we didn't get to see them at both at full strength. Um, and my, I mean, we can talk a little bit about the game now, but my takeaway from this was, I, I think Baylor is clearly the, the team to beat in the big 12 now. Yeah, I, I, I agree. Texas was also without Taylor Jones, who yeah. I saw on Twitter said a hip injury. Mm-hmm. So we'll see how. I think Danny Davis done. said week to week right now. So week to week, we'll to week to or game to game. Yeah, uh, she the week to week was oh, the was what, Dan, what Danny said. <laughs> okay, uh, yeah. So uh, we'll see, but you know they played this game and Texas was hanging around a bit uh, after Baylor went on. Baylor went on a couple runs. Texas fights back, makes it like a one possession game on a couple of instances, ultimately just not enough. Mm. Uh, I agree. Baylor is now the best team uh, in Texas, best team in the big 12 and will be, you know, the favorites to win, win the conference here. I didn't leave this game learn. Like I didn't learn much about Baylor in this game. Yeah. I, I feel like, Oh my gosh, the cat's on the screen. <laughs> he decided to jump up in the middle again. Yes. There you go. Um, ultimately Baylor is what, I expected it to be Jada Walker, 19 points, Sarah Andrews, 16 points, Dre, mm-hmm. Dre Edwards, 18 points. Um, didn't, uh, yeah, yeah. Felt her off the bench, 12 points. I thought she was really, really impressive. Mm-hmm. So, um, also Asia Blackwell is recovering, I believe from a foot injury, missed the last mm-hmm. two games, only played 10 minutes, uh, in this one. So, uh, we'll see as she starts to ramp it back up a bit. Regardless, that Baylor team is really good and we know exactly what it is. Yeah. Um, I don't think it's a top five team in the country per mm-hmm. se, uh, but I do think it's somewhere in that 10 range. And I'm comfortable saying that on the Texas side of the ball. This is when Roy Harmon went down, it was all right. Who's stepping in for in the backcourt. Yeah. And the result is Shea Holly and, um, and Gonzalez playing 40 minutes each. Yeah. That's Shaley Gonzalez. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Shea that's Holly and Gonzalez. Sorry. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's a, it's a lot of minutes for those two. Um, and I think I tweeted out, like, I, I, I like those two players, but I don't like them both as primary ball handlers. I just, you know, I think we saw that last year 
with Sonia Morris and Shayla Gonzalez for a little bit. Um, I just don't think, I mean, neither are natural point guards or natural playmakers. Um, yeah. And I think that, I don't know about the status of Gisela Mall as she's hurt nursing something. I know she tore ACL last year, um, her senior year in high school. So like that was kind of, the, that was kind of it, or she was recovering from a torn ACL rather. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I get that, or it wasn't ACL, it was some injury, but regardless, I know she's had like an injury in her, in her. Yeah. Um, and so I don't know if they're like nursing her there or things like that, but like, I thought that, she should be more involved because like there's no other natural point guard on this team um and i I also thought that and it kind of happened towards towards the end as the game went along was that madison booker i thought had just had to be the playmaker um i think she finished with what eight assists eight assists yeah she so like i know she's a she's a big but she is kind of that playmaking point forward type and so like i thought that was something that she just had to do more or has to do more of but yeah, that's a lot of minutes for Shayla Gonzalez and Shay Holly, who again I like. They provide they provide some good shooting. Um, I know Shaylee wasn't at her best yesterday shooting wise, but I thought Shay Holly is a, a good veteran presence out there. She shot the ball well. She was okay. Um, but yeah, I just thought that the balance, the playmaking balance, wasn't really right. Um, I think. Well, let me see. Texas finished with twelve assists, which is really low. Um, eight of them were from Madison Booker, so it was a lot going through her. And yeah, I, I think yeah on the offensive side, I think they missed her more on the offensive side, or missed Rory Harmon more on the offensive side, and I think they actually missed Taylor Jones more on the defensive side because I yeah, thought I Baylor, and I know Harmon would have helped this too. Like Jada Walker was getting in the paint a lot, but Drown like no one was just able to stay with Drowna Edwards like at all, mm-hmm. and the paint was and like the rim was just unprotected, and I think that's where Taylor Jones was missed. It. It's it's what we always talk about in the sport of basketball, right? It's like you need great players. Yeah. And I think they Rory Harmon is a great player. Taylor Jones, I think, is borderline a great player. Mm-hmm. And that's not to take away from the other players on this team, Khadija Faye, or Fai, uh Deanna Gaston, mm-hmm. uh, Liam Moore. Like those are those are fine players. Those are good players. Sure. But in order like for Texas to reach where I wanted to go, you you need Rory Harmon, you need Taylor Jones, like as yeah. your centerpieces. Those are your two leading scorers. This isn't groundbreaking news that when you take away your two best players, this team is worse. Mm-hmm. But you bring it up, now it's Madison Booker time. Yeah. Bottom line. And like that takes away from like like the reason why Madison Booker was able to be so good, and she was good in this game, but like the reason why she was able to be so good is that she's the secondary playmaker. You know, she's able to like do other things, but now she's like, okay, the primary playmaker, the primary big inside. And so it's like, yeah. it becomes like she's, she can't, she has to do more. So she's not able to do like, I don't know. I thought it yeah. freed, I thought the other two freed her up to do a lot more. Yeah. And she ended the game with eight assists, five turnovers, yeah. um, one of eight from three. I don't think she should be taking really eight threes. I love her mid range jumper. I love her ability to get in those pockets where she's comfortable Mm-hmm. Um, eight threes is kind of a lot, but ultimately yeah. they only shot 16 threes as a team and she shot eight of them. Uh, ultimate, somebody's going to have to shoot threes. Yeah. Um, and the, the way this team is constructed without Roy Harmon is all right. We don't have a primary creator here. We don't have, you know, we, we have shooters to play off for, but now those shooters kind of have to handle the ball a bit more. 
And without Taylor Jones, we don't have that paint presence to really either get offensive rebounds or kick out to, to shooters. So yeah, um, Madison Booker has the ball in her, her hands a lot, and she's going to have to create her own shot in a lot of ways. And I've compared her in a lot of ways to Michaela Williams at LSU. I think um, she they those two are similar players in the spots that they get on the court. I couldn't mm. – I don't want to, like, ima- imagine having a freshman having to have that much of the, the load on their shoulders. Sure. Sure. Uh, there's just going to be too many, you know, inconsistencies, even if she does have, she's going to end the season, like leading the team in scoring with some like 15, 16 points per game. Right. It's going to come at, there will be like a 10 point game where it's going to be a 20 point game. I just, it's not what Roy Harmon and Taylor Jones were. And uh, we'll see if they can get Jones back, but that's, that is a lot. And I, I'm really high on Madison Booker. She's really, yeah, I am really too. I, am too. I think she's going to be, you know, a future WBA player easily. Yeah. Um, she has the skill set, like she's a modern big, right? That's kind of her game. Um, but yeah, I think like I think she has some ways to go defensively as well. Um, because like I mentioned Drayana Edwards, like she finished with 18 points, eight rebounds, six assists, granted five turnovers, but like she, a lot of the issues weren't I think a lot of the issues were just like her mess her errors, like self-inflicted, like every there was like some dribble handoffs where she was just like, again, players weren't able to stay in front of her. And I think players like Taylor Jones or just provide a little bit more length. And I'm not saying she's the quickest player, but like yeah. she's able to just like make the rim a little bit, you know, a little bit smaller um, when she's on the floor. And like I was watching. Uh, and then the other thing was like the, the reason why I thought this Baylor team was a good matchup versus Texas, even when healthy is because of the outside shooting. And so it was like when Texas would make a run, I was like, okay, Sarah Andrews is there. You know, Bella Fonleroy was there. I think they combined, what was that, seven threes between them two, right? And mm-hmm. Baylor made nine total. So, like, Texas, you know, had no outside shooting. I mean, they're not a great outside shooting team as it is, but, like, even when they're playing a team that hits at the rate that Baylor can. Um, and I thought this was an okay outside shooting game from Baylor. Like, they didn't – they only shot 20 threes. Like, it wasn't like they unloaded 30 yeah. or something. Um but still, that was enough, and I think that's good. That could be an issue. Um, yeah, so like I, I, I think Baylor is the team now in the Big Twelve. Um, but I do think that, I mean, we'll see this week. They play TCU, right? Like TCU mm-hmm. is still unbeaten. Um, I, without Rory Harmon and Taylor Jones, like I'm very curious about this TCU team versus Texas. You know, like who guards Sedona Prince? Um, who guards Jada Owens? Like who guards like, Maddie? You know, I'm I'm yeah. curious about how this team matches up with Texas now. The the next Texas next three games: Texas yeah. Tech at Texas Tech at West Virginia, home against TCU at Kansas State. Sorry, the next four. That's three ranked teams and Tex and a road game at Texas Tech. If that's Taylor Jones is not back, <laughs> and that's all within the next, well, two weeks. So that's yeah. within the next two weeks. If Taylor Jones is not back for those four games. I'm scared. I kind of am too. Like, yeah, I, I think so. Cause Kansas like, State looks like they, they looks like Kansas state of two years ago where they were yeah. a good team, West Virginia. We know what they're coaching. You know, we know what Kellogg and them can do mm-hmm. and TCU we've talked about. And then Texas tech just, we'll talk about that later, but they looked good against Houston. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I, I, I don't know. Like we're right now we're in a spot where every team in the big, I believe every team in the big 12 has like a winning record right now. Mm-hmm. Um, which is kind of crazy. I think, I don't know if Cincinnati does. I haven't checked Cincinnati's schedule, but uh, Cincinnati does their eight and four. So like there, there's no, like it again, we'll wait till they get to conference play. But like right now there's no like days off in the big 12 right now. Um, 
you know, we mentioned you mentioned Kellogg with West Virginia has them clicking. Texas Tech again. I think they're Texas is more talented than Tech, but like Tech has the player in Bailey Maupin who like if you can't guard her and Shaver and Jasmine Shavers who's been coming into her own. Like if you can't defend them, okay, you can find yourself down in any situation. Um, I think defensively, Tech Tech doesn't have what it takes to to really slow them down. But still, like I, there's no team that I'm like, oh yeah, that's that's the get right game, right? If things don't get, if they can't get things right without them, without yeah. those two players. I mean, yeah, I don't know. I, yeah, you'd have to go down. They do, I think, the stretch of like maybe Oklahoma State. I saw, I was noticing that one. Yeah, Oklahoma, Oklahoma State, State, Oklahoma. Cincinnati. Um, Cincinnati like that's, right. that's stretch. But at that point, are you two and three in conference? Are you, or wait, that's six games. So are you three and three in conference? Are you two and four? Are you four and two? Like that's, yeah. It's a big question mark here. Um, and I do want to like I do want to stress like Iowa State was supposed to be one of like the the rebuilding teams this year. Yeah. This is a good team. Like I real like they beat Oklahoma State yesterday at Oklahoma State uh by nine, I think, or by eight. Um, and this is a good young team. Like Ad- Audie Cooks, one of their young freshman centers, that like she's uh, like I'm having her in a conversation right now with like a Madison Booker in terms of like the top freshman. She's really good. Um, and so like, I, I genuinely wonder like, okay, well, like I think Taylor Jones should be back by, by the time they play, they don't play Iowa state till late in the season. Yeah. Um, but you know what, what status is she at? Right. If it's like this week to week injury, it's not something that seems like it'll, it's going to go away. Um, as opposed to like, maybe she'll have to tolerate. So I, I'm like again, like these are there. I was we were kind of curious about what the Big Twelve was this year because like you know Jones left Iowa State and it's like okay West Virginia bringing a new coach, TCU's different. What and now it's like okay all those teams are actually just good. <laughs> yeah, this is a much better Big Twelve than it was last year. Yeah, and then you add Houston, who's been looking good. Like it just adds more to the fire, and it's like okay, well I guess this is just a good like a, a good conference again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, this is. Yeah, this is a much better conference than it was the last couple of years. Yeah. All right. Um, anything else on Texas Baylor? We can move. No, that was it. Um, I do want to like I don't want to take anything away from Baylor. I thought it was a very like this was it became it all of a sudden became a pressure situation for them, right? Where it was like Texas is down, this is your chance to get them back. And yep. they took care of business. Like I know the I don't think the, on the road was actually as close as it was. Um Game started, I think, on a 12-2 run, and like mm-hmm. I think that was roughly the margin for me. Yeah, um, on the road to get the win and not be, you know, you face a team that loses a player. Sometimes they rally, and I mean, yeah. they gave them a shot, but still to hold them off is a good is a good win, especially without Asia Blackwell. So mm-hmm. good win there. Uh, the only other game I really wanted to focus on here today was uh, Texas Tech uh, women's beating Houston mm-hmm. 79-71. Final score was only eight. Uh, Houston made it a game a little bit towards the end. Texas Tech was up 31 to 12 at the end of the first quarter, mm. um, up 51 to 33 going to halftime. Uh, this was a game where both teams like pressed the mm-hmm. entire game. Yeah. And they were going up and down, up and down, up and down. And uh, Texas Tech ultimately just has better scores. That's as much as it comes down to we talked about this Houston team the past two years offense just doesn't really come easy to to Houston Mm -hmm. in the way that you know you want it to um Layla Blair kind of struggled two of nine uh Nia Boyd four of 11 but Bria Patterson eight of 10 picked it up uh her big game from her 19 points 
Uh, but overall, uh, and they actually shot the ball, you know, pretty well for their standards tonight. You know, forty six percent from the field, thirty nine percent from three, eighty six percent from the free throw line. But Texas Tech is a really, really good scoring team. Uh, twenty four of forty four from the field, ten of nineteen from three, and twenty one of twenty seven from the free throw line. So. Um, yeah, Texas Tech gets the win in pretty convincing fashion. I think this says a lot about Texas Tech against a Houston team that's known for its defense. Yeah, I, I, I'm very excited to see this Tech team against some of the other teams in the Big 12. They were kind of on a little bit of a, a skid, a two-game skid recently. Yeah. Um, I think Tulsa and Oregon State, but I still think this is a fun team. Like, I think these two teams are going to be two of the more fun teams to watch because of how you mentioned how they play. They're very aggressive on defense, um, which leads to high risk, high reward. Like, I, I think that that's, you know, especially on the Houston side, they turned the ball over a ton. Um, I, th- I think Tech did too, but like, I think Houston yeah. was, uh, they, it bit Houston more because uh, Tech had more firing power on the offensive end. So, I don't know. I'm, I'm very curious to see where this tech team specifically lies. I think like, I think this Houston team will be good, but I still think like naturally, I think they fall to the middle of the big 12. Um, I'm very curious about this tech team. Cause we've seen this tech team kind of fluctuate from like, you know, early Krista Gurley years where they're kind of not beating anybody, but the, except like the top teams randomly. Yeah. Um, but then also like last year where they're kind of in the bottom middle ish. And, but this year it looks like they're taking a step to, I don't want to say the top, but like it, it looks like a potential like upper half team right now. They have, I still think they have to work on the turnovers though. Cause like that, that's, yeah. they can't, well, they are. It, comes I, back, it comes down to not having a natural point guard. <laughs> yeah. I think, I do think tech is a top half team. Um, there are currently five ranked teams in the big 12 right now. We talked about them, mm-hmm. Texas, Baylor, TCU, Kansas state, and, uh, uh, West Virginia. And then, like you said, I think Iowa State's pretty good too. That's the group. That's the top group to me. Texas mm-hmm. Tech is, you know, if I put Texas Tech next, that's technically what, seventh out of 16? Yeah, that's roughly. Um, I'd say that's about accurate right now. So, yeah, that's that range. Houston, though, I think Houston's going to have to prove itself a mm-hmm. bit. I think this I is yeah. really the jump from the American to the Big 12 was something we were curious about. I want to mm-hmm. go see our preseason predictions. Yeah. But uh, I'm still not completely sold at this point that they're going to be, that they can push for even a top half finish here. They're sure. going to have to be a little bit more consistent and yeah. um, probably have to be a lot more efficient from like Nia Boyd and Layla Blair. They're going to have to be better scorers at this point. So we'll see what Huey can get out of them. But Houston's the one that's going to have to really prove it um, to me. Yeah. No, I think that's accurate. Uh, by the way, did you see West Virginia destroyed Kansas by like almost thirty the other day? <laughs> no, I did not see that. Yeah, I was like that. Kellogg's cooking, man. That that is a they beat them by twenty five. That that's what it was, twenty five points in their Big Twelve opener, and it was like, all right, man, Kansas is not a bad team. Like they're fine, uh, but they're that's not. It's not. A, they're not a thirty point loss team or twenty five yeah. point loss team. Yeah. So I I looked at that and I was like, oh my god, is this team like really legit all, all already? I need to find our. Oh, here they are. No, that's last year's. All right, I'll find this year's predictions at some point. Um. All right, real quick, we can wrap it up with yep. uh, some men's basketball talk. How do you want to do this? How do you want to do this? Do you want to just look at the Big 12? Or do you want to look at just teams that stand out maybe or teams? Um, 
We can do a little bit of teams that stand out right now. Okay. Um. Well, hell, I think I think Houston's the best team in America. Let's just start right there. I, I think. I think. Yeah, I think that's on a different level. Ken yeah. Palm agrees with me. Ken Ken Palm has them number one by three, almost three whole points on adjusted uh, on their adjusted efficiency margin, which okay. is drastic. That yeah. is a, a pretty big gap. Um, Purdue, Arizona, I think are very viable uh, teams here. I think I still believe in UConn as a team. Mm-hmm. That's kind of like my top four. I I just. I'm not completely sold on Kansas. You know, I'm not sold, completely sold on Marquette. Especially with the recent news about Kansas. Yeah. Or sorry, that was uh, – uh, I'm thinking of Illinois. Never mind. I'm thinking of the other one, which is also just very unfortunate. But Yeah, both both schools. Both schools. Well, they're um, still – like I guess Illinois is still top 10. So, like, yeah, that does – like, that takes them out, basically. Yeah. So, um, I just think Houston is playing on a different level. And I understand the – you know, the only big wins are over Texas A&M and Utah – to this point and mm-hmm. they got West Virginia to start off conference play and West Virginia is not a great team. Yeah. They're kind of going through their own issues, <laughs> but that, this is where it gets interesting is Houston in years past has not had to go through mm-hmm. the gauntlet. And now it's time for the gauntlet, not only in terms of teams, but in terms of road games. Yep. And you start off after that uh, West Virginia game you immediately go to Tuesday at Iowa State. That's going to be hell. Then mm-hmm. you flip it Saturday at TCU. That's not going to be fun. And how do you come out of those? Are you 2-0? and Are you 1-1? Are you 0-2? I'm not mm-hmm. – nothing is off the table to me in that stream. And I think that for me, that TCU game is the one I'm going to have circled because – TCU, they lost two of their they lost two games to their the two best teams they've played, Clemson and Nevada, um by almost double digits, both of them. I think they lost to Clemson by eight, I think. Yeah. Um so I, I still think this is a good team, but like how good, right? Like, and I think this will easily be the second best team Houston's played, and probably up to that point, except you know, depending on what you think about Iowa State. Um, but Actually, no, Iowa State. Yeah, definitely Iowa State. So probably the third best team. Um, but still, like, I'm very curious about, like, okay, you're playing at the road at, at TCU, which is all of a sudden a little bit reinvigorated um, of a program, and so that atmosphere is better. How do you fare? I don't know. Like, I still think this TCU team is really good. It's it's everything that we thought it would be in terms of depth and in terms of kind of the options they have, but also TCU. Like I'm still waiting. I'm also still waiting for that marquee win, that marquee performance, right? The schedule was ridiculously easy. Um, and the first time they play two teams in the top 40 of Kempom, they lose. So uh, again, I still think it's a good team, but I'm very fascinated to see how they handle a Houston team and vice versa. For, I think that's a good uh, tell test for both teams. I'm going through, I'm going to rattle off some teams real quick. You tell me if you are buying or if you're selling. Okay, let's go. Real quick. (laughs) Um, Texas Tech. These are all men, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm buying right now. For what they will be, I think I'm buying. Okay, you can also pick holding as well. Yeah, I'm buying. I think they're a middle of the pack team this year in the Big Twelve. I'm holding right now in Texas Tech. I'm not sure. Okay. Um, SMU. I'm buying. 
I'm buying. I'm, I'm buying, buying SMU. I think the defense is legit. I yes. think in a conference where they're going to be they're going to be teams. ugly as sin on offense, yeah. but like <laughs> where there's two a conference where there's two top teams, two elite teams, everybody else is fighting for third. Yeah. I think SMU has a chance to finish third. I didn't realize they were up to second in effective field goal percentage defense right now. Yeah. In Campbell, that is nuts. Yeah, no, give locking me that. down, locking give me down. <laughs> um, North Texas. Ooh, I'm holding right now. I'm holding. I'm, I'm almost. I'm. I'm. I'm not. It's not good. It's not pretty. It's not looking good. I, I mean, to, I don't want to be spend too long on it, but it's uh. They have a lot to prove in these first couple not uh, first couple conference games. Yeah, it's uh, it's looking interesting. I, it's weird that like everything's like taking a step back, like the defense, the mm-hmm. shooting, the offense, like everything. Like it's like everything downgraded a bit. Like they're still like a good defensive team, but not as good. They're yeah. still like not that great of an offensive team, but like a little bit worse. And so it's like everything's like taking yep. one collective step back. From the, what they've been, the addition of Rondell Walker is is big. You know, all yeah, two time transfers are able to play. So they add Rondell uh, Walker, who is a is a good player. Uh, so hopefully that helps. But Wichita State, January fourth on the road to start conference play, is not a is not a fun place to play. It's no. not an easy place to play. So yeah, we'll learn a lot there. I'm, I'm holding on UNT. Rice, out. Yeah, out. out. Bye. Out. <laughs> Just lost to Louisiana by 17 points at home. Six and seven now in in uh, non-conference, with all of their wins against their best non-conference wins over Prairie View. There you go. That's how, that's how I'll word it. Yeah. There. Um. They're they're, they're shooting 29 from three. That's incredible. <laughs> that's incredible. They're not even. They 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 we took Quincy Olivari I think for granted. Oh like, yeah, oh he. Travis, I, I'm pretty sure he's killing it right he's now. Killing it over there. Yeah. Um, Travis Evie is not. Yeah, he's having eight, 18 zone. points a game. He is. He's yeah. living his best life at Xavier. <laughs> yeah. Evie and Feeler not nearly good enough to carry a team. No. Um, overall, um, Sam Houston State, bro. What happened to Sam Houston State? Every time I see their scores. They're getting killed. Yeah. Um. Let me. That Texas me... State loss was not good for them. Like I've, I've, you, you've, I've said my opinion on Texas State this year, and this was a game that I think Sammy should have won. Pretty, yeah. Pretty Texas early. State beats them by thirteen, and Grand Canyon beats them by twelve, and then Texas Tech beats them by thirty-six. Missouri yeah. State's beating them by nine. I mean, they're six and eight overall. They're two hundred fourteenth in Ken Palm. Last year they were seventy-third in Ken Palm. The year Ooh. before that they were one forty-three. Like they, they haven't been in the two hundreds in a few years. So yeah, um, yeah that's a, a pretty disappointing it's non-conference for Sam Houston. Yeah. Um I'm waiting for conference, so I'm gonna hold, but I'm about to sell. Oh, I'm I'm sold. Louisiana Tech first game and then Western Kentucky. Uh Middleton C has not been good this year, so maybe they get that. But like Liberty is really freaking good. I think you I would take UTEP over Sam Houston right now. That's yeah, a conference no, I game. Would too. I would too. So, yeah. Um, we'll see about that. Anybody else here we could throw out? I mean, you can always throw out the big big names, but um, like AM. and I'm buying. I'm still buying. Yeah, I'm still buying. Like, 
even if they're like top 25 ish as opposed to top 15 ish yeah I st- again, I, I still think they're I still think they're a good team. So. Well, fortunately for them, they start off conference play with a home game against LSU, so get to get their feet under them. <laughs> and then they play at Auburn get right in the game. second game. Yeah, they had a get right game, and then they play at Auburn January 9th. So that's <laughs> go right into uh, the deep end there. Uh, and Baylor, I think we'll end it with Baylor here. Buying, I'm still buying. Um, I, I again that Washington that Michigan State loss. Sorry was weird i think they played duke better yeah Um, it was closer than the eight point game against duke yeah yeah so i'm i'm still buying i'm still optimistic on baylor oklahoma state on the road is their first conference game it's baylor gets byu in two weeks so that's yeah at least that's at home i don't want to play byu on the road right now that is absolutely white out as a nasty atmosphere yeah (laughs) they're gonna have a white out of byu every game in more ways than one. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't want to play there. Uh, I'm taking whoever BYU plays at home, Cincinnati, yeah. January sixth. I'm taking BYU to cover the spread <laughs> on January sixth too. Yo, oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even think of it. <laughs> yeah, BYU by a million, <laughs> a million points. BYU beating Cincinnati. <laughs> I get Cincinnati's like we're not even we're not even against you here, all right? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, it's like oh, all right, y'all, what are you doing? y'all got this one, y'all got this. Um, all right, um, that's all I got. I, I do want to mention North yep. Texas women lost to Charlotte. Charlotte's not a bad team at all to start conference play. Mm. Um, I did not, I was not able to watch it, but it is a little deflating. Come off the the uh, the non conference season that they had to start off conference with a loss but yeah i think charlotte's actually pretty good if i understand correctly so i'm not not panicking yeah just, just mentioning just mentioning the loss but uh still I'm, I'm interested on her hoop stats i've started looking at the um her hoop stats rating mm-hmm. of teams because it's kind of interesting to see the uh overall um where teams rank mm-hmm. let's see where north texas ranks right now so 128th. That's about right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's right. 128th. And then uh we'll see who they have uh next. Temple. Temple. Temple then FAU. Yeah, FAU. Yeah. Like Charlotte is 126 in her hoops that's rank rating. So okay. and it was on the road. So I'm not overreacting to right. that loss, but I did want to mention it real quick. Okay. All right. Anything else? Uh, no, that's it from me. Um, the men's conference really doesn't kick up for another week or so. Women's yeah. starting now, obviously. Um, so yeah, we got a little bit of time for the men's before they really get going. But yeah, yeah, no, I'm I'm looking forward to almost die. I mean, once we get through the college football playoff, like we'll be hundred percent in basketball then. Yes, yes. Once Texas wins the championship, then you'll be able to focus yeah. all your attention on the Texas men's team winning a championship. Yeah. Men's basketball, Rodney Terry. Sure, <laughs> sure. <laughs> see what you're gonna say? Sure, sure, right. man. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. Okay. Um. But yeah, that's all we got for y'all today. Hope y'all enjoyed uh, the episode. Real quick, I just saw this. Also, to start off conference play, Texas Tech plays at Texas. Um. To start start conference. Okay. Uh, Graham McCaslin against Rodney Terry. In uh, in the okay. Moody Center. Okay, I like hope it. They don't hope they don't boo Grant. 
for no reason. They still think it's Chris oh, they Beard. Boo. They still think it's Chris Beard. Like, boo. Wait. Who is that? Just reflex. Who is that? <laughs> Get him out of here. Get him out. Um, so that'll be fun. Um, all right. That's all we got for today. I uh, hope you enjoyed it. We will talk to you all later.